Real Talk Real Muslims is a podcast by two young Muslims who talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of life as a young Muslim today. Welcome back to Real Talk Real Muslims. This is Rowan. And this is Rant. Today, we are very excited to bring you guys a very special guest, Hussein Musa, one of the lead founders of Pally Roots. Pally Roots is a Palestinian brand that sells clothing and products that each have a unique story. Pally Roots gets their inspiration from the courage and strength of the Palestinian people. As a Palestinian, this episode is really exciting for me, and I can't wait to learn more about their brand today. First off, Hussein, thank you so much for joining us today to talk to us about taking pride in our heritage and culture. We're really excited to have you here. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to, to speak with you guys today. Yeah, so we'll just go ahead and get right into it. So can you tell us a little bit more about Pally Roots and your movement and how you guys got started? Absolutely. So basically in uh, 2016, um, we decided to, uh, you know, come up with a brand that people can uh, reflect back to their roots. Um, and through that, you know, we found a lot of, um, you know, inspiration in the Palestinian culture. So uh, mm-hmm. when we visited Palestine back in 2010, uh, we were looking for, you know, a place where people can find, you know, really high quality clothing, a uh, community that's backed by love and positivity. Um, all while supporting Palestine and making it like a global unified community where, um, you know, we, where we encourage people from all different cultures, races, uh, people who feel, you know, um, division and fear because of their differences from mass societies to find mm-hmm. a place where they have strength, identity, and they can have, you know, new friendships. So that's kind of the inspiration behind Pally Roots. Um, and it's a, it's a brand that, you know, celebrates Palestinian culture. Uh, in a modern and uh, positive way, uh, very minimal clothing, um, you know, reasonably priced, mm-hmm. uh, and really stylish and super high quality. So we decided to to come up with this brand um, where a lot of people can feel like they're a part of something greater than who they are. That's absolutely amazing. I love like looking through you guys' Instagram. Like I love also like the so many campaigns that you guys do. Like the one about the olive trees a couple of weeks ago. That one's just amazing. Like it's just it's not only clothes, but it's just so much more. And that's what I really love about Pally Roots. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean we always try to do things that are different and unique. Um, to be honest with you, we're more focused on like the community and the movement more than even like selling the clothes. Yeah. Um, so if you look on our Instagram, you know, we probably make like 10 posts about Palestine before we mm-hmm. even talk about, you know, purchasing something. Which yeah. Coming from, you know, from a business perspective and like, you know, wanting to, you know, to do more sales and, and to, you know, to grow and to make money. That's definitely not the agenda. Yeah. Um, although it is definitely like helpful for us, you know, the more people support the Pallers movement, the more things that we're able to do. Um, for example, the Palestine Travel Series, you know, the, you know, that was a very, very expensive project to do. Yeah. Um, it's still ongoing. Today, actually, we just launched another episode since it airs every Thursday at noon on YouTube, the Pallers YouTube channel. And um, we went out all around the, the West Bank part of Palestine, and we're hoping to, um, you know, go to 1948 Palestine and show that side as well. But the way it's structured is that every um, season is a city, and under each city is an episode anywhere between 2 to 15 minutes. It just, you know, varies. <laughs> but it could be like, you know, a point of interest or like something that we're doing, an activity or 
Mm-hmm. All of it is designed to make people want to travel and, and see the land. And, of course, going back to the charity part, um, you know, we, we organize a lot of really high-impact projects. Uh, one of them, the most recent one being the Olive Tree Project, where yeah. um, we've raised uh, so far $53,000. Our goal is to hit 60 now. We decided to add a 10K budget and get another 500 trees and uh, do a couple more farms. But um, all that is, like, really exciting for us, and that's the stuff that really fuels us. We campaign more to give back than we do, you know, to, to sell our product and um I think that's like where the real authenticity in, in Pally Roots is that uh, people notice compared to like, you know, any other brand that is doing stuff, which everybody, of course, is doing amazing stuff, yeah. but we really make it a focus uh, on Palestine first. Yeah, that's super cool. And I think today it's so rare to find brands that are genuinely focused on, you know, like why they originally started. It's so easy, I think, to lose sight of why you started like an organization or a business especially when you get caught up in like finances or like trying to grow on instagram or any of those other um factors and i think it's super cool that you guys are so genuine and authentic and i think even in our interactions with you guys from pally roots and what we're seeing on social media you guys are super clearly very passionate about it and you're still super connected to your original cause which i think is awesome thank you thank you i mean as, as i said in the beginning of the, the call is that we're rooted off of the fact that we want to build a, compu- a community of people who mm-hmm. share their values, who believe in love, positivity, and unity. So when we see negative comments on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever network we're on, we delete them. We delete negative comments, and we're proud to say that because yeah. um, we don't want people to go and read something and get affected just because they came on our page. We want every time somebody comes on Pally Roots, they feel nothing but great vibes and happiness and and love and connection with one another and if you if you're not a part of that we Mm -hmm. are gladly you know to say please you know don't come back you know because we're very focused on having real people who love each other and don't bully each other you know sometimes we'll post something somebody like oh look at you know they're ugly or this or that it's like you know that's that's not cool we don't judge people so um Thank you so much for noticing that, by the way. And, and that's why we're, you know, we do these podcasts too, is because at the end of the day, you know, we support our community as if we're one. You know, we don't mm-hmm. believe uh, everything in terms of the success of Pally Roots is rooted because of uh, Amina and I, which are the founders. Yeah. Um, it's because of the community themselves. And that's what we differentiate compared to like a lot of other people who are just, you know, selling clothes to make profit only. Yeah. Which is not a problem, you know, but I think rooting any business that you have in charity and community and stuff like that is, is the way to go. Yeah, I definitely agree. That's awesome. Okay, so our second question for you guys is, what is Pally Roots' long-term vision? So, to be quite honest with you, there's a lot of changes happening to Pally Roots as we speak. Um, we're doing a whole complete redesign of our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're adding a lot more content, a lot more resources where people can come back and learn about Palestine, um, dig deeper into why we exist and why the movement exists. Um, and even so so much that we're even changing the way that we're doing our charity policies. So mm-hmm. um, now we're, we're building uh, two programs, which, by the way, no one knows about this. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are getting the inside scoop first. Um, But we're building two programs right now, one of them being uh, the Pally Roots Meal Program, 
And then we have another program called the Pallyridge Funding Projects. Um, the Pallyridge Funding Projects is kind of what we're doing today, raising money, donating 10% towards, you know, certain causes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to stop, except now we're not doing a 10% donation. Uh, we're doing the meal program. And the reason why we decided to do that is because 10% is not something that you can see or feel. So we felt like we wanted to do something that's more tangible. So yeah. the way the Pallyridge Meal Program works is that for every single order that is placed on Pally Roots, we'll donate a meal. doesn't matter how much the amount is. And then after that, for every $25 here, we'll donate another meal. So, for example, if you donate, I mean, if you purchase from Pally Roots, you're going to, and let's say it's a $15 order, we'll donate one meal. But if you don't, if you shop from Pally Roots, you're going to donate five meals if it's $100. You get it? And it goes on from there. $200, 10 meals. $300, you know, so it just keeps going up and up and up from there. Um, and the reason why we do that is to give, you know, the Pally Rooters an incentive that, you know, if you shop with Pally Roots, that we're going to give back more. We promise to do more. Um, and and I think, I hope that it's going to be uh, a more successful uh, way of doing the charity. Um, but, you know, of course, we need to launch out, see the reaction. But based off the feedback from community members and loyal pally readers in our close circle. Um, they love the idea, um, and they think that it's genius, and they think that this is a much better way to showcase charity rather than, like, uh, doing it in, like, a dollar amount. Dollar mm-hmm. amount is, like, intangible. But when you know that you donated five meals to a child uh, who is malnourished, who um, lives in Gaza, the poorest areas, including Rafah, um and all these different camps, it feels good, you know, to to be able to spend, you know, fifty dollars yeah. only three meals and uh, at the same time, you know. Yeah. Um, so these are like kind of the things that we're doing now to um, to change, like in the in the short term. But in the long term, honestly, we just want to be a source for Palestine where they can learn about Palestine. Um, and of course, you know, we don't get too political with Palestinians because we just focus on the beauty of the culture and the traditions mm-hmm. of the Palestinian people. Um, the politics stuff can be found everywhere. Um, yeah, you can go follow great pages on Instagram, like I on Palestine. Yeah. Um, uh, the IMEU is a really great page for when I learn more about the cause. I mean, more about the issues and the conflicts there. Um, and we don't ignore uh, the fact that Palestine is under occupation. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we do talk about it time to time, but we don't make that the focus. We make the culture, the people, we humanize them rather than make them feel like, oh, these are just people in war. Because a lot of people in Western, you know, in the Western world don't really know what poverty is like. And I've actually noticed that, like, when we found you guys' page, um, like, this was a couple years ago, um, and I've never seen, like, anything negative. And it, I'm Palestinian, but I've learned a lot or just like seeing the nice things in Palestine because I always had this thought like you know you know that's where like all the war is and you know people always talk about Palestine in such a negative way that we never get to see like the beauty of it Mm -hmm. and we had a friend like come back from Palestine like a couple months ago and they were showing us pictures and I was so surprised I was like well I never you know like this is just not typical things we see on instagram but i've like noticed that with pally roots too like you see the great things that happen in palestine like especially with the last campaign of the olive trees i was like wow this is amazing like they're actually going there and doing it like you always hear like oh we're gonna do this or with that like like things on social media but when you're actually seeing it like it just helps you learn more but you're also seeing like look at my country like it has all these amazing things that we never get to see 
Yeah, thank you, thank you. I'm really glad that you see it that way because that's exactly what we're trying to showcase to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why the Palestine Travel Series exists. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're on the 24th episode right now and it's still going strong and it's, it's gonna, it's gonna come mm-hmm. to an end, uh, in the next two months because, you know, there's no more episodes to, yeah. to be aired, but we'll go back and we'll, and we'll, um, you know, do more. But the idea behind that travel series is once again to show people that Palestine is not as dangerous as they think it is. Mm-hmm. Even Palestinians think that Palestine is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is a place of conflict. Yes. Um, it's possible to die there, but just like how you can die here in in the U.S. from exactly. you know, crime or, or a robbery or whatever, it is, it's the same. It's, I would say it's the same thing. I think it's actually safer in Palestine than it is here. You know, if you look at the crime rates and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, so it's not, you know, that's the that's the thing that people in the Western media shows is like there's just these crazy people here in this place that are not don't belong to this land that are claiming it's theirs, blah blah blah. And we're here with the Palestine travel series and showing people everywhere you go in Palestine, you're gonna get offered a cup of coffee, a tea or even a meal, you know? Um and it's inspired people like Living with Bobby or Living Bobby on YouTube. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but he actually came across our YouTube channel, watched the travel series and um contacted us and said, hey, I want to travel to the West Bank. I'm here in Jerusalem. I was like, okay, here, let me see if my grandparents are available. And I called them, and sure enough, they were, like, welcoming welcoming him with arms uh-huh. wide open. We spent the whole entire day and a half with them. The first day, we came over from Sechan, which is, like, a traditional town <laughs> that consists of a lot of onions, which, yeah. uh, to, be, to be quite honest with you, I'm probably one of the only Palestinians that don't like that dish. <laughs> I don't like onions like that, but... Um, uh, but the idea that was like he loved it and he loved the experience and they went to the mountains and they drank, you know, coffee and tea and picked figs and he literally had a life changing experience. He told me that was one of the greatest moments of his life and people on this channel were telling him that's the greatest episode that he's ever recorded. And he did not just one, but three episodes for Pally Roots and it brought so much attention to our community mm-hmm. and that's what Pally Roots is about. You know, it's about fueling and 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 making people inspired to to be great, to do what they want, to pursue their dreams, to do whatever it is that's going to take them to the next level in their life, to support Palestine, to support one another, to love different people, cultures, religions. You know, like mm-hmm. as a Pali rooter, you have to believe in partiality, and impartiality means that you believe in respect in everyone's religion, not believing yeah. in respect everyone's religion. So. We welcome Jews with our with our arms wide open to come and join Palestine, as long as they support the cause. Christians, Buddhas, it doesn't matter, atheists, wherever you are, you can be yeah. a part of Palestine as long as you believe in love, respect, and unity. And that's the beautiful thing about this message. That's why it's attracting people from all around the world, different people like celebrities like George Lopez supports Palestine. following no our um, So when we got a, a message from George Lopez, it was like, whoa. George Lopez just sent us a message about Gaza, you know, like he was upset about this post that we posted about Gaza and he commented on it and we were like, wow, like, okay, George Lopez follows us. And then Blueface, the rapper, I don't know if you guys know him, but yeah. he wore a shirt and wore it to a concert. Like That's really, so cool. really random, you know, opportunities and people like to, to want to push the movement. And, um, and I think that 
all rooted off of this ideology that, once again, as long as you love, respect one another, uh-huh. great things happen. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think I really respect that you guys are encouraging everyone to be peaceful and to be respectful because for me personally, one of the things that bothers me the most when I hear different communities and people talking about Palestine is that people tend to get so disrespectful. And I think that not only sets a bad image for us as Muslims, but for us as like people and people that support Palestine. So I think I really admire and respect that you guys are encouraging everyone to be respectful and kind and inclusive. Um, Because I think no matter like how, you know, touchy of a subject, how sensitive and how, you know, many wrong things are happening, it's really important to still be respectful. And I think that's how we win. And that's how you ultimately like get to what you want is by being respectful and having those like dialogues and conversations instead of approaching it in such like a negative or hateful way. Exactly. I mean, change begins with the people. You yeah. know, as long as the people change, the governments change. The, mm-hmm. the changes, you know, so um, and that's why we, we, you know, we encourage people to support and to share and to um, and to push the movement because we believe that if our message radiates to the world, um, then everyone would benefit because the Pali Roots community, the Pali Roots movement is not something for that belongs to me and Amina. Yes, we're the founders. Yes, we're running the brand. Yes, we're, you know, the the ones who are like, you know, pushing the movement and driving the, the, the movement. But mm-hmm. it's not us, you know, it's the people who are who are benefiting off of this mm-hmm. the most, you know, because at the end of the day, your podcast is a poly- part of Pally Roots, it's going to be supported. If you are a musician and you sing and you reach out to us, we're going to somehow talk about you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you're a painter and, and you see that a lot with Pally Roots already. I mean, yeah. you know, you guys follow the brand. How many people have you discovered from Pally Roots, you know, that are mm-hmm. unique yeah. and different? And, you know, like, for example, Dahlia, she makes amazing uh, uh, paint paint work like I don't know what you call it she's an amazing painter and like she her stuff is like being presented in museums and like absolutely amazing amazing stuff and she messaged us the other day saying that she was inspired by a copia print and every time she draws a copia print she looks refers back to how Padre designed the copia you know because we have our own little like twist to the yeah. digital design and you know and, and they get to use it and they get to borrow it and we get to share and like and that's the idea is like we bring in doctors sometimes and, you know, we do a live session. We're like, hey, if you have something, you want to talk to a doctor, here's here's a doctor. You know, of course, Amazing. you know, we put a disclaimer, but we'll, we brought in a doctor and he, some people are like, oh, I got back pain. What do I do? Oh, my wrist hurts. You know, and, it's, and, and that's what's beautiful. That's what really drives us. That's what makes us so passionate about it, that we see the response. And if there wasn't such a good response like that from the start, then we wouldn't be where we are today. So we got to thank the Pali Rooters for, for supporting us and, and being there for us. I know Rawan and I like love that print and it's just so beautiful. And, and I think it's like a big part of Palestine. So could you tell us a little bit more about the Gofia? Yeah, sure. So um, one of the things that we did as part of our website is we created a whole entire landing page that educates people about the Gofia and their origins and why it started. So... Um, of course, this is like what is believed, um, so no one knows if it's actually like 100% true, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Kofia has like three different prints, I mean three different like designs on it. One of them being a fishnet pattern, which symbolizes like 
the, the sailors of Palestine, because we have the Mediterranean Sea, Palestinians, you know, are fishermen, especially, you know, in the Gaza, Yaffa, Haifa region. Mm-hmm. Um, that's in way before 1948. Um, and today, so today, Gaza, of course, they still do the, the fishing, even though they're so limited on how much fish they can, uh, you know, use. Mm-hmm. Um, but that fish nut pattern is, symbolizes, you know, the sailors' affinity to the Mediterranean Sea. Um, the olive leaf pattern is kind of like the wave that you see on the corners of the kofia that symbolizes mm-hmm. the love that Palestinians have for, you know, for the olive trees. And then the bold line symbolize the trade routes between, you know, like all these different places. Because if you look at Palestine, uh, where it is located, it's the central point of all trade, right? Yeah. So, like a lot of things, especially back in the day, would go through Palestine. So that's why we, as Palestinians, and not just Palestinians, but Arab in general, are merchants. You know, we're one of the greatest merchants out there. A lot mm-hmm. of us own businesses. A lot of us are really good at business. Yeah. And that's because it's rooted in our blood. You know, we've been doing trade. We've been doing business for thousands of years. Um, and that's what the bold line symbolized. But our twist to the kofia is honestly like not like a super twist, but it's just mm-hmm. we, we were able to nail um, doing a digital print of the kofia, which is extremely hard to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like we had to hire a super 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 professional designer to make that print for us and it costed a lot of money but alhamdulillah like it was worth it because like i would say maybe 50 percent of our products have kofi in it because yeah ultimately the brand uh staple is the kofia so that's why we have the kofia lanyard for your keys which mm-hmm. honestly is my favorite product i use it every day <laughs> uh, you know the the kofia t-shirt or long sleeve, the Kofia, yeah. um, Palestine Kofia tea, where it has Kofia on the side. You know, now we're working on a Kofia wallet, Kofia water bottle, like just a bunch of Kofia yeah. stuff. So, um, and you'll see a lot more of that, you know, like as we continue to progress. And, and that's our goal right now in the short term is just to fill the store with a lot more cool products. We have really nice, cute earrings coming out for, for women as well. They're like little Palestine studs. Um, and uh, they're not like, you know, the ones that you see that the community has, like big earrings that kind of dangle. This one's like just in your ear. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like little and cute. And there's just so much like things that we're, that we're dropping that, um, that once again, just goes back to our mission and allows people to rep Palestine. And, you know, the, the overall long-term goal is, like, as I said, to be a central point. You know, we have a lot of ideas for food that we want to, we might get into. Mm-hmm. Um, it just all depends once again on how much support the movement has because we're still pretty young. You know, this is only our third year. We just entered our third year. So Paris has been operating for almost like two years only. And Hamdi, like, it's been very successful for, mm-hmm. for a brand that's so young and so specialty, right? And niche yeah. focus. Um, but our goal is to expand to other cultures, other, you know, people, um, and then introduce food in a unique way as well you know not just being like hey we just want to sell olive oil no it's like how can we innovate olive oil and sell them in like you know in a way where people can just pick it up from costco or walmart target mm-hmm. yeah and of course i can't give away all of our ideas right now but um, <laughs> of course we got some we got some amazing uh concepts for food that uh we think might work inshallah well amazing i hope inshallah that it works yeah that's super cool and i think just like hearing you talk is 
super inspiring as well because as young Muslims like living in America and like a lot of us have parents who are immigrants and came here to you know allow us to like have better opportunities it's really cool to see like you and your sister going out and like getting those opportunities and like being successful in um, like your business and your endeavors so I guess what do you think in your life or in your experiences led you guys to this point to be able to have the skills and the drive and the passion to do something like this so if there are young muslims listening that you know think this is really cool i guess what can they learn from your experience that helped you reach this point wow that's uh that's a really good question um and the reason why i say that is because um if you're talking about like from a you know from a standpoint of like starting a business starting a brand versus like, you know, getting a job and like, you know, going to school and and all that. It's a completely different um, answer. So I'm mm-hmm. going to talk kind of like more from a business perspective and like, you know, kind of going to school, but it kind of relates. So the idea that I want to say is that whatever you do in the world, you obviously must do your best at it and people don't understand the importance of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I say that is because I'm driven by the fact that one day I'm going to die, you know? And when I die, I want to be remembered for the great things that I've done, not just in the eyes of um, the people, but in the eyes of God, you know, mm-hmm. because I am a man of God. And, you know, while, of course, not everybody can relate to that, that's just what drives me personally. So you need to know what drives you. Um, so as long as you have like a like a fulfilling mission uh, that you want to do, and understanding like the real long long term of things because we're no one's guaranteed to be on this life, you know. Mm-hmm. An average of what seventy five, eighty years, you know. Yeah. Um. So that's like one thing, and when it comes to business, uh, there, it's really truly like a roller coaster. Um. You will gradually go up, and then you can decline so fast, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So as long as you just like hold tight, you stay focused, and you always remember, you know, what your purpose is then you'll be able to to do a really good job at whatever you do. And one of the things that I always tell Amina, especially in times of, like, you know, stress and stuff, because we, we're really good at motivating each other. If I'm down, Amina will lift me up. If I'm, you know, if I'm up Amina, and Amina's down, I'll lift her up. And mm-hmm. I think having a team, like, just how you guys are doing your podcast is very, very helpful because um, you have to balance each other out as partners. So, if you find, you know, your your partner not doing, you know, so well or not happy with how results are and stuff, just keep pushing. You know, you, there's so many times where we were um, unmotivated. And to be honest with you, we wanted to quit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but we never quit. We, we're still holding on. We're still working our hardest. Um, and if you're really tired and you're really stressed and you just can't do it, take a breather. You know, yeah. relax. Learn to meditate. Um, pray, you know, do whatever it takes that calms your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, you know, just trust, trust in the process, trust in God and, um, and like you, everything that you want, everything that you dream about is only in your hands. It's so possible that you can be great, you know, but you have to remember that you have to strive for greatness. You can't just sit back, you know, you have to work the extra hours. You know, people go to work from nine to five. You better work from seven to ten after that. That three mm-hmm. extra hours that you put in, or whatever, is something that somebody else is doing. And I don't like to look at it as like a competition, but like one of the things that I always say is, somebody out there, somebody out there is working harder than you. What are you mm-hmm. going to do about it? 
And, of course, you should be in competition with yourself, but realizing that, wow, there's so many other people who want to do and want to be successful just like me, and I'm sitting here, you know, watching Netflix, and I'm in my early 20s, then, you know, you should probably understand why you're getting the results <laughs> that you're getting, you know? True. Um, and on a final note, you know, Amina and I work on Paddlers almost like 13 hours a day. And on top of that, we do a lot of side gigs where we help, you know, businesses with their logos, website development, et cetera. But, you know, mm-hmm. we're targeting more like higher-end clients because we're so busy. Um, I, I wish we had time to help, like, all the little startups and to be able to, like, do yeah. the design and everything and do it at a really discounted rate. But, um, you know, building Paddlers is not easy. There's mm-hmm. over 100 20 products, I think, in the line today, like 107, wow. 107, but, you know, this Saturday we're dropping a lot of new merch, and they're all completely brand new and original pieces, but, um, but the idea is, like, we have about 130 different products, all different kinds of SKUs, sizes, this and that, the logistics, the the, the inventory, the management, mm-hmm. the social media management, um, all this being handled by two people. It's extremely tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now we're starting to hire people to make it easy, you know, a little bit easier on, in terms of, like, you know, growing the brand. But mm-hmm. um, we still do side hustles. We still, you know, um, build websites. We still do other things to, to make money to compensate for the time mm-hmm. uh, until Pally Roots really becomes a super, super successful brand, inshallah. Inshallah. That's really awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's like the the mission. The you know the mission is to like focus on um, building something that you're proud about, something that people can reflect to, um, and always have a good cause. Honestly, I don't know why, but I just love companies based off of charity, rooted in charity. Yeah. Um, even if it's like you're you're in like a electrical plumbing company, just do something for a cause. You know, because I think I feel like. You know, Allah puts more barak in your work when you do that. Why do you think it's important for a Muslim youth to take pride in their culture and just their parents' culture? Yeah, so for, first off, I want to say that it's important for anybody who has, not who has culture, everybody has culture, yeah. in some <laughs> other, but I believe that everybody should take pride in their culture. Everybody should take pride in their identity and who they are. Um, so, and the reason, you know, the reason why I think it's important is because, you know, this is who you are. You know, there's no way to change it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see a lot of people changing their identities because, mm-hmm. you know, they may live in America and their name is Osama. And, you know, yeah. now they don't want to be called Osama. They want to be called Mike, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, um, and, and, and like, you know, I, I feel bad because I'll be honest with you. I was one of those people, you know, like I grew up um, during 9-11 times. You know, I'm 26 years old. I was like, what, 10 or whatever, 10 years old? No eight years old, whatever, going to school, my name is Hussein, Saddam Hussein, 9-11, like, it was yeah. tough, you know? and there's a lot of times where I wanted to change my name, and I'll tell people, like, oh, you know, my name is not Hussein, my name is Musa, which is my last name, yeah. or, like, you know, don't call me Hussein, call me Hust, or, like, you know, just, like, stupid nicknames that <laughs> I look back at it, and I laugh, and I wish that I was empowered to, like, be proud of who I am, be proud of my name, and, and you know, recognize that that doesn't you know, define me or who I am. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, and, and it's important because, honestly, people die to have culture, to have the culture, especially that we have as, you know, as uh, Muslims, Arab or, you know, whatever, because we're, we're, we're very hospitable. 
um, you know, we're, we're the leading example, I think, especially as Palestinians and Arabs in general, but especially Palestinians, hospitality, you know, hospitality is huge. And, like, understanding, like, you know, for example, like, I'll, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I have a friend that uh, we recently got into a little, uh, you know, altercation about, uh, and, and it, dealt, it dealt with food, you know, because mm-hmm. personally me, when I have, like, let's say a sandwich, I'll split it in half. I'll look at it. Whatever bigger side it is, I'll give it to my friend, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's common sense to me that that's what you should do. Yeah, because exactly. at the end of the day, you know, I don't want to be selfish. And, 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 I'm and like, he might not even know that I'm being selfish. I can just take the bigger piece and not say anything, right? Yeah. But it's all about, you know, your values and your dignity. So, um, so like, you know, we got into, into, like, a little, like, talk about, like, hey, you know, maybe – you know, it was specifically, like, about a donut, right? <laughs> so we were saying, like, you know, I, I had my eye on one, and I was, like, literally going to grab it. And then he's like, no, you can't grab that one, right? And I was like, okay. Like, that was weird. And and he's Arab, you know? Yeah. Um, so I had to talk with him. I was like, hey, you know, like, you know, we're Arab, you know, like, and and it's more than even being Arab. It's, like, it's about, you know, like, we, we have this rooted in us, the hospitality, you know? Like, we can't lose that. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he was a little upset you know, about it, but I hope that he understands, you know, and, and I, I don't befriend people because of stuff like that, but yeah, I'm the kind of person that I can't keep my mouth shut, <laughs> you know, and, and I just have to kind of like, you know, say things how, how they are because I'm a tough friend to have, you know, I, I like when people treat me the way I treat them, um, and, you know, if they don't, then it's like, you know, it's not that I don't care about them, I still yeah. personally care about their well-being and everything, but I like to be around good energy, good vibes all the time, and and people who are willing to go the extra mile for me. You know, like I have a really great friend. His name is Subhi, right? He came and uh, brought a whole platter of, uh, you know, Arabi food the other day. Just randomly surprised me and Amina and everybody in the office who works here. And it was amazing. It was beautiful, you know? Like we we didn't even have to ask for nothing. Yeah. Um, Came up with food. Actually, today he came uh, into the office and brought us some pasta, you know? So, you know, and, and, like, that's how I think, like, you, you can really build and nourish and nurture the relationships that you're in. And I think, you know, being a good person in terms of, like, your partnerships and the way that you deal with business, the way that you deal with people is very, very important. And you see that a lot in auto culture. Yeah. Um, while not a lot of people um, have that, you know, like, a lot of people don't have that, yeah. you should always still remember that, like, this is who we are. This is how we should be. Because at the end of the day, we're gonna gain the most out of it. You don't. You don't ever lose by giving. You don't ever yeah. lose by being a better person. So and that's kind of like, you know, my message to people who who feel like they shouldn't be connected to their roots. You know. Yeah. I can understand. Like, and some people they let, you know, a small group of people crumble their image about their their own people. You know, there's a lot of great people. Majority of people are good, you know. Mm-hmm, but when one or two people do them wrong, like, like they they take yeah. it, oh, I hate, you know, I hate Arabs, I hate this, I hate this. Like, yeah, no, yeah. You can't, you can't think like that. You can't judge a whole entire group or we're being, like, the oppressors, right? Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, that's definitely such a great point. And I think we, I mean, we covered so much, and I really learned a lot, like, from just learning about your personal philosophy to how that ties into your brand to being inspired by you guys' passion for Palestine and for sharing that 
love and that knowledge and that culture with the world. It was super inspiring to hear everything you had to say. And I really, really appreciate you donating your time and supporting us um, by being on our podcast today. Honestly, like I've had a very rough week, but I think this has (laughs) been the highlight of my week and I just learned so much. And it just makes you like so much more proud of your like culture and everything. And just like being more positive in general. So thank you so much for that. No, thank you guys so much for having me, and I'm super, super happy to be here. I don't even look at it as like a, as a donation of my time. This is like a beyond uh, an honor for me to to do. Once again, at the end of the day, we're a community, we're a family, and when we don't have each other, then we don't grow. You know, we won't become anything. So, inshallah, um, we'll always root for you guys. We'll always support you guys with whatever that you, you know, whatever endeavors you guys have. Um, if you are in any kind of pain, any kind of depression, whatever it is, we're there to, to, to show that our support, you know, and, and that's what community, that's what family is all about. And I promise you, if you think that way, if I think that way, if everybody around us thinks that way, if you inspire others to think like that as well, and we all collaborate together, we're going to become one giant movement of change and peace and love. And that's what we're all about. And I want to thank you once again both of you guys for having me on and um and i i I had such a good time talking about uh all these uh questions that you had yeah we really appreciate it and we hope you have a great rest of your day and thank you for donating your time thank you have a good day bye-bye bye Bye. that's all we have for you guys today we hope you enjoyed this episode honestly I had so much fun recording this episode and i just learned so much yeah me too that was super inspiring and definitely even just from the episode, I think everyone can tell like it's so much more than, you know, just a brand that sells clothing. It's all about promoting like the culture and the movement and those positive vibes and that sense of community. And we hope that you guys enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. And it's not only just the Palestinian culture, they're open to more than the Palestinian culture and they're open to more than just the Palestinian people supporting this movement. It's like for everyone, like he said, Jews, Muslims, Christians, Buddhas, like whoever, atheists, whoever wants to go come on board, like it's open to everyone. And that's what I love about them. Yeah, their movement is super inclusive. And I think it sends a message to everyone, regardless of your cultural background. So I think everyone has something to gain from what Hussein talked to us about today. And I definitely am going to be taking away everything that he said and using it in my own life to motivate me to keep trying and keep working hard um, and to maintain that positive and inclusive attitude. So yeah, remember to follow us on Instagram at Real Talk Real Muslims and like us on Facebook at Real Talk Real Muslims and share this episode with your friends and family. And also make sure to check out Pally Roots on Instagram at Pally Roots. And you can also check out their awesome products on their website, Pally Roots com please check them out they have super super awesome clothing it looks really cool and it's an amazing movement that we all should join in on and if you have any feedback about this episode you can message us on instagram or email us at realtalkrealmuslims at gmail.com that's real talk real muslims for you bye